With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Multiple people in my family, including my father, are veterans. Troops that have been to war and now they're back. And Think and be grateful for their service. Sacrifice, love for their country, just unselfishness. All that they do for us. There are some people in this country who take extraordinary steps to provide for their freedom and security. We forget that those people exist. We know them as the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard. They call themselves soldiers, seals, rangers, airmen, sailors, devil dogs, and so much more. We call them fathers, brothers, sons and husbands, mothers, daughters, sisters, and wives. We call them friend and neighbor. These veterans answered the call. Now, we answer theirs. They are the best our country has to offer, and we love them. Today, we honor them, and we serve them. David Malsby is your host, and he welcomes you to this community of veterans, as together we are building The Road to Hope. <laughs> yes, we are. Yep. Yes, we are. How are we doing, sir? Doing great. Fantastic. Glad to welcome everyone in who's driving the, the uh, beloved loop around 610, mm-hmm. uh, around Houston today. Those listening through the uh, the remarkable iHeartRadio app, which is, is free. How much is that? Yeah. Is it free, free. still? Free. Free. Yep. yep. Uh, free. Uh, if you're listening anywhere in the world through the uh, Al Gore WWW thingy. <laughs> and uh, if you miss us live on a Sunday, shame, shame, shame. Yeah, why but we are happen? so kind. Are we not kind, Ramon? We are. Even if I must say that I'm kind myself, <laughs> about myself, we offer it for free. Yeah. If you miss us live, we we give you a little grace. You can watch it. Uh, watch it. You could watch it again. We start over. This is live. And anyway, uh, <laughs> we will. Li- you can listen to it mm-hmm. at any time you so choose. And if you happen to go to a place, is there, are there still places on planet Earth where the where Al Gore hadn't figured out how to get the internet to? I'm, I'm sure there's one or two. One sure. or two. So if you are at one of those places or know you're going to be there, before you go, you can download the podcast and listen to it at your leisure. If you get on a, I flew to um, Africa one time, and uh, there's this flight from. Uh, from uh, Amsterdam to uh, South Africa. Mm-hmm. It's a long flight. I'd imagine <laughs> just, so. Uh, and you fly over this desert, which seems like forever, because they show you, you know, this little screen, you know, where you are. Yeah. It's just desert. Like, are we ever going to get over there? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, if you're going to find yourself in a position like that, yep. I'm going to be on a plane for 12 or 14 hours. Mm. Download some podcasts. Listen to them. Yep. Cost you nothing. Take out all the commercials. Yeah, everything. So Some you people, get the hour in like thirty-nine yeah. minutes, or I forget what it is. Some people will actually seriously play it at one and a half speed. I know, which I've I've heard some people that do that. I can't, I can't. Yeah. It just the, the the sound drives me yeah. a little, little bit nuts. Yep. But the only reason we're able to do that is because the great folks at iHeartRadio here in Houston 
Mr. Ramon Robles yep. being part of that. Well. And our great friends, Jimmy Chongas, Fresh Mex Fun, all across the Houston area. And Acori, that's A-C-O-R-I, Diamond and Design, Jewelry Time. Check them out. Need a really cool one-of-a-kind pocket knife? Oh, yeah. Check it out. A Corey Diamond and Design Friends with and Paul Ryan Windows, paulryanwindows.com. We have some news to get to. Sarasota Nonprofit. <clears throat> this came from the uh, the uh, Tampa CTL, uh, CL, excuse me, Tampa.com news. You're going to love this. This one just makes you want to go crush something, oh. someone. People thought they were sending care packages to troops. In a lawsuit filed March 27 of Florida's Middle District Court, a Sarasota nonprofit called American Veterans Foundation, Inc., is accused of bilking more than... Okay, so I'm going to use kind of a spoiler alert that there, someone's taking some money. Yeah. Okay, so people donating think they're giving to send care packages to troops or and help homeless vets. So let me give me a number. Give me a guess. How much do you think this guy's skimming off the top? Um over can I have a time a timeline, a time frame like over the course okay, of the so year? Okay, so 2014 to 2017. Okay. okay. So we got a four year period there. I'm going to say half a million. Half a million? You got a number? I'm going to say <clears throat> I'm going to triple it. I'm going to say a million five. A million five. Well, <clears throat> oh. $6.5 million mm-hmm. accused of bilking more than $6.5 million from donors who thought they were sending care packages to troops overseas Wow! and helping homeless vets. The lawsuit alleges that the, quote, donations almost entirely benefited the group's founder, Paul K. Monville, whose name should be emblazoned to the world. Mm. Uh, who ran the nonprofit between 2014 and 2017. Monville is accused of recruiting for-profit groups to call and solicit donations, which usually range between $10 and $50. How many people does that take? I'm not real good with numbers. Yeah. That's a lot of... And he was there for three years, so that's $2 million a year that he's doing this. Uh, however, according to U.S. Attorney's Office, 92% of all that money the AVF earned went to Monville and his fundraisers. Did anything get to the veterans? Or- well, here, here's here we go. In 2014, the group only helped. This I'm just reading the article. <laughs> I laugh because I hear Michael talk about literally on his show a lot. In 2014, the group helped literally one hopeless, uh, homeless veteran with a single payment of one thousand five hundred sixty-five dollars, or they do the math for us, 0.2% of its annual contributions, wow. says the lawsuit. Now, the reason I I bring that up, there's uh, there's a thousand ways I could go here with this particular story. But I, what I want to do here, uh, there's no point in beating this organization to the ground. The, the government <clears throat> is going to do that for us. Hmm. The judicial system, I should say, is going to do that for us. If you see someone standing at a Walmart or Sam's or Costco or Kroger or and they've got a table set up and it's got our logo and they're they've got a jar with donations what I would like for you to do is call 911 mm. and then I would like for you to call us PTSD Foundation of America and let us know because if someone's doing that 
we don't do that as an organization. We don't hire people to call you up and say, would you please send a donation? We don't do it. Yeah. I encourage you, do not donate to organizations that do that. Just don't. It's dangerous. We don't do it as an organization. If uh, Yeah, we're not going to sit up in front of Walmart and ask for you to put cash in a, in a bucket. Can't track it. Yeah. Can't track it. Can't track it. Don't donate it. So that's that. That's um, yeah, $6.5 million that could have been used, <clears throat> could have irritating. been used to actually do something productive. Um, so they helped one homeless person. Yeah, they helped person. that guy. I mean, one so. home with 1,500. I wonder how much 1,565, I wonder how far that went to a homeless guy. I mean, what, what did that accomplish? Yeah. Under? And did they just cut him a check and, you know, pat him on the head and say, mm-hmm. all right, good mm-hmm. luck? I mean, I'm, I'm glad they, you know, whatever it was they did. Of course. But what, I mean, seriously, what does that do? For a homeless person to help them long term, right? What's the extent? And how, of did, their how did this guy come to getting caught? Yeah, I, well, you're six point five million somehow, some way, it's going to get somebody going to find out. They're they're not doing anything with this money. Oh, what I could do with six point five million dollars right now yeah. for uh, for some actual homeless veterans? We'll talk to uh, we'll talk about it. Oh, we're going to talk about an actual fundraiser coming up that actually does Attaboy. help our homeless vets. We'll talk about that when we come back with Road to Hope Radio. So we just talked about some guys that are, well, they're not doing very well with the uh, their so-called veteran service organization and bilking six point that's six point five million that's a that's crazy uh i hope he goes to jail for a very long time uh, yeah so that, you know once it's all said and done he's got to pay back a whole bunch of people which i don't know how you do that yeah. 6.5 million he probably never will yeah if you're that kind of person uh i can tell you somebody that's doing it right and that's quentin severn and his his wife this is uh I guess big ass crawfish 5.0. Is that right? Is I'm am I right on the number, Quentin? Yeah, yeah. This is our fifth year, actually. Yeah, we've done it. This is our fifth year. Fifth year, and I guess if I remember correctly, this will be the fourth year that some of those funds have come to PTSD Foundation. Is that right? Yes, this will be fourth year, and I believe the first. So basically, the first three year we've given you right at uh, about two hundred thousand dollars. Yes, Whoa. not wow. <laughs> not a small amount. <clears throat> Uh, which, just real quickly, I love the story of how this started because I know sometimes people hear, you know, uh, a couple of years ago you gave us, I think, about $92,000 in one check. And people hear those, man, I can't do that. But I love for them to hear how this started because it's, right. it didn't me, start like that. No, let me tell you how it started. So basically it was about three guys, and we're, we're sitting at it. Was, it was a New Year's Eve, and uh, one of the guys was saying, hey, let's uh, go ahead and do some crawfish this year and uh, the other guy said well let's do a cook-off well you, we realized that basically it's just three lazy guys that wants to do this crawfish cook-off and uh, we just want to have a party with all our friends but we don't want to have to pay for it so we end up doing this cook-off it got so big and um we went from uh, someone's backyard to someone's uh you know, big lot, and then we go to a, a basically back of a big uh, area out of a beer beer joint, and then uh, Diamond Gems down in Texas City. We've shut we shut all the roads down. We had we end up with twenty five teams. We had a thousand people come out, and we had forty five hundred dollars left over. We didn't know what to do with. 
And uh, so basically, we um, gave it to the, I, my wife, Stephanie Severn. She works at the uh, worked at Santa Fe Education Foundation or Santa Fe ISD, and we ended up giving Santa Fe Education Foundation money and gave the Special Olympics uh, funds. So the next year we started five hundred C one three, and actually the very first year we ended up um, with. I think we end up giving twenty five that around twenty five thousand dollars the very first year, but we cooked um, the 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 third and fourth year has been great. We get about twelve twelve thousand people come out. We've we've done fifty eight thousand pounds in two thousand seventeen as a world record, and uh, we've did you we've do that wrong? Yeah. fifty eight thousand pounds of crawfish Putting crawfish on the endangered species list <laughs> yeah we we really did sixty five thousand, but um they only counted so much so actually almost every year we, the last three years we're doing sixty five thousand pounds we're doing seventy thousand pounds this year i'm gonna eat that's a, well, that's a lot i'm gonna eat more than one i'll just leave it at that <laughs> what happens if you have leftovers <laughs> uh, we don't have leftovers uh, yeah i don't, I don't think i've ever seen leftovers right. yeah so it's 20 bucks all you can eat we bring them we let uh Whenever I come out, it's it's a it's a family event. Uh, it's a, at the dog track, uh, 420 this year. We get everybody out there. It's a it's just a real good time. We have a kids zone. Um, Say like twenty dollars all you people. can eat. Yeah. So, is, how how do they get that ticket? Well, we'll get to that in just a second. But, but okay. it's uh, how much for the for the Bruce band to get in? Uh, right now, um, we our pre sales over with. It's twenty five dollars. You get in. It's eleven to eleven to eleven. We'll have bands all all day, and uh, from one to six is all you can eat. Some some of the teams will be cooking earlier, so between usually eleven and six. Uh, but we've never ran out of crawfish. Usually we run out around six thirty. So, right. But, okay, so I, I would just say <laughs> I've probably eaten some prior to the one o'clock time. <laughs> probably I don't know how that happened. Usually, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> But I don't know. So, yeah. So, so that's that's an incredible deal. Uh, I mentioned last week on the show. I, I get you know emails all the time about food. I don't know why. Why do I always get emails about? Food? Yeah, funny. Anyway, there's one that always sends me a four pound. You know, they have some day of the week four pound special for like twenty five bucks. Well, you know, they bring you four pounds, you're done. Well, you'd be done four pounds. But here you got like a six hour time frame that you can just kind of graze. Thanks, David. Thanks. Just saying. Just you know, little, little yeah. Just come over there and graze, everybody. Little, little inside scoop on how to do this. But uh, how many cook teams again? Uh, so we have a, we have eighty around eighty teams. We have six restaurants. Um, so basically, we have two competitions. We have a restaurant competition and a teams competition. The restaurants we have out there is uh, Timeout. Uh, Jackie's Brickhouse, O'Brien's Cabo, which won the last two years, Allen Swamp Shack, and Barge will be a new one this year. Also, uh, Barge two ninety five. Um, but I did have something that that made a big deal to me last year. Uh, we had a we had a team come in and say, "You don't know what you're doing," and they're right. I've been four doing this four years. I had no idea what I'm doing. But they came in. And they said, "Look, you get people from all over the all over the place." Inner city, you know, kids from 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 the Galveston Beach. You get old, young, a huge, diverse crowds. Everyone has their phone in their back pocket, and they're eating together, and they're having a good time. 
and they're laughing and and it's it to me he he said that's the best thing y'all do and i never realized what until he said that that mm-hmm. we do that also oh absolutely it's a it's a great event um so great <laughs> my son loves it so he's he's actually flying in that weekend from Iowa because he and some of his uh, friends locally love that event. So he's actually flying in just specifically to go to that. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a fantastic event. A lot of fun. Uh, All-you-can-eat crawfish, great bands. And I don't know, again, you start with three families. So this turned into this a whole different deal with, you know, 12, 15,000 people show up. I know you, you need two things. You need people to buy the ticket, which is where the donation actually comes from. Am I correct? That's correct. We we, we hardly have any sponsors. A lot a lot of uh we don't have any government uh help at all. So you know, and we only give the only give to I don't think the government helps anybody, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh no, but we only uh, yeah, majority of our money, probably ninety percent of it comes from from ticket sales. Okay, so one thing when you do is go online and buy the wristband, and the second thing when you do is volunteers. I know it takes a lot of people to make that well, thing we, run. We we pick a uh, we pick certain certain volunteers out, and we we kind of handpick our volunteers just okay. because we we realized in the past we ask everybody to volunteer, they're going to put a shirt on and eat our crawfish. And- <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. I so we, yeah, we did handpick our volunteers, and that's why we free. usually ask, uh, you know, Camp Hope and our education foundation that we give to. We also give the Special Olympics. Uh, CERT comes out there and does all our parking for us. We love that. And, uh, but one, this is one thing about this place that you go. You go here, you can go to every tent and walk in there without some special wristband and eat with, with anyone. This is how we this is how we do it down here. Now they might have their they might have private parties in that tent. <laughs> sure, but we, you actually can go in every tent and eat eat their crawfish and try their crawfish. Out. It's going to be a great day. It's four twenty. Real quick, time's the clock on me here. How do we go online and buy that uh, wristband? Okay, you can go online and buy it at Ticket Taylor. Just look up Big Ass Crawfish Bash Foundation or Big Ass Crawfish Bash. Uh, 5.0, and you can also go to our Facebook page. There'll be a button on our Big Ass Crawfish Bash Foundation page and one on our Big Ass Crawfish Bash 5.0 event page. Thanks, Quentin. We'll also have it on our Facebook page, Road to Hope Radio, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Road to Hope Radio. Just to follow up on that, if you're a Korean War veteran, you can get in for free, which is the right price. Plus, bring uh, some of your family members. They will let you in for free. But you need to reach out to us. Reach out to us, uh, Road to Hope Radio on Facebook, or uh, you can call the office, which is 832-912-4429. We will get you connected to our friends who will put this Crawfish boil together. Any Korean War vet in your family will get you in for free. Thanks. And of course, World War II vet. Yeah. Absolutely do the same thing for them. Uh, so you can check it out. 832 912 4429 is the office number. I don't want right. to oversell that promotion, yeah. but had a lot more people known that joining the military would benef- give you that benefit, <laughs> I bet we'd have a lot more recruits. <laughs> <laughs> free crawfish? Yeah. Uh-huh. I bet. Especially I like, down here. Yeah, I like free crawfish. Free yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's better than paid for crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know why, but it just tastes better. 
Yeah. Uh, Joe, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I uh, actually went fishing this week, and I talked to you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job; it's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. After all, we got done fishing, right? Yes. And you asked me. Well, Ramon, let me ask you a question. Okay, so, so a guy goes fishing, <laughs> he catches a fish, and then you ask him what was it, and his reply is, I don't know. Ooh, I'm not a fisherman. Okay, I'm not, and you know, it was relaxing, it was wonderful, I had a good time out there, but I don't, I don't have a clue what kind of fish I caught, Doesn't but I caught six caught. of them. Did you keep it? I, no, I didn't keep, I caught six of them, but I, can't, I couldn't tell you what kind they were. You let them go? I let them go. So you were just making them late for something? Pretty much, pretty okay. much, I was feeding them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, we also have, we're going to rescue this, because Joel just train wrecked the show, we're going we're gonna to rescue this. We also have in the studio with us one of our guys that's in. Are you in transition yet? I'm moving into transition next month, yes. Next month. Okay, introduce yourself real quickly. Uh, my name's Ed Walsh. From? From Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> uh, and you served what branch? I was in the Army uh, 13 years, 1994 to 2007. 13 years. That's a good little while. Yeah, just a little bit. So, 94, yes, you sir. went in in peacetime. Yes. Uh, changed along the way. Obviously, yes. It mm-hmm. ended up ramped up. <laughs> so you sign up during peacetime. You're like, eh, do my time. Yeah, of course, I, if you went in in 90, what, 94? 94. So you went in seven years prior, so you re-upped at least once. So. Yeah, I was I was going for a career. I, I went in, I was a little uh, rudderless in my life and kind of got out of the small town I was in and didn't really know what I was getting into, but got into it and then just uh, took it from there. Okay. So nine eleven happens. Yes. Where were you? I was stationed in Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roughing it. That's, that's like you know in the church it. world, someone's a missionary. It's like, oh, well, we're missionary. What? Uh, Wahoo! Yeah. Wait, whoa! Yeah, you're on, you're on, you're on paid vacations. What you're on? I, I spent I seven years there. So. Huh? I spent seven years there, so it was Did rough. You? Yeah, it was rough. So on nine eleven, that that attack was at nine a.m. in our time. So that must have been two in the morning, three in the morning there, right? Yeah, and uh, actually, I did not know I was a. Uh, my routine would be get up about five. He was in Hawaii. Yeah. Why would he care? <laughs> we get up five thirty. I'd turn on the news, watch the stock, see what's going on, and um, and then walk to work. I, I lived about you know quarter mile from work, mm-hmm. and I remember I turned on the TV and I saw the planes going into the tower. They kept playing that, and at the time I just couldn't conceive that that was not a movie or something. What was happening? I I, I didn't comprehend at the time. And then it kind of set in, and then I knew I just needed to get to work, and we went to work, and then that just kind of started the next, uh, that was 2001, next six years of my life. Okay. 
So what happened? Uh, we went to Birkin. I mean, imagine being on an island in. Uh, I would love to imagine with the history that Oahu has. <laughs> Thanks for starting it that way. Well, Pearl Harbor and you know yeah. all these things happened yeah. there. So right, um, you know, it was kind of chaotic, really. Uh, People were late for work. The traffic uh, was backed up for miles and miles. Coming into base, they shut it down. And uh, there was just rumors going around like nuts. Uh, you know, terrorists were on the island. You know, he, oh, they no were everywhere. Really, yeah, really they were, no one They knew shut down the high-rise buildings here. The, yeah. the, isn't that the Williams Tower right mm-hmm. over here? Yep. Shut it down. Anyway, so when were you deployed? I was deployed 2004, uh, January to so pretty early February on. 2005. It was the second iteration, OF2. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what was that like? It was um, it was interesting. Um, we were so early on, um, we actually deployed in canvas Humvees. They, we had no armor whatsoever. Um, it was very... Uh, very archaic scene for the, the situation. We we weren't really uh, trained up in uh, urban warfare at the time. Uh, we had some training in mount situations, and um, it was uh, we did not get armored vehicles for eight months in theater mm-hmm. and out of our thirteen month tour that first time. And uh, what's your deepest lasting impression from your time while you were there? It was just the um it was the people, I believe. For me, um I didn't hate anybody. Um I tried to treat everybody as a person. Um but it, it was just a, a state of chaos and fear for me. Just the way that um we went throughout the country. My my uh, battalion was the QRF quick reaction force for a division, so anywhere from north in Mosul down to Samara and Najaf in the south, we were everywhere in between throughout our 13 months. We spent a lot of time convoying and exposed in those canvas Humvees that were canvas and doorless most of the times and tried to hang uh, rubber mats or metal plates out the outside to have any sort of peace of mind while we were traveling. But obviously that wasn't going to stop anything. But uh, just to keep moving forward, that's what we had to do. It was almost like the clampets rolling down, uh, mm-hmm. rolling through Iraq. There's a good visual. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, how long were you there again? Uh, 13 months. Okay. And you got out or you, you came back from there. You were still in the Army for a while. Yeah, I was in the Army. I, I came back in 05 February and I was uh, medicaled out in 07 uh, June. So I had a couple years post-deployment. What was that like? It was um looking back on it now it was it's interesting um I started isolating from my family um there wasn't a real reintegration program at the time we were so early on um everyone was acting the same way so you didn't seem different at the time um it wasn't until later on when I got out that I started realizing the stark difference between my experiences and the rest of the world's experience or at least our country and dip into the mailbag real quick. Then I want to ask you to make a comment here real quickly. But this email came in uh, this this week. Uh, I won't give the guy's name. Doesn't matter his name. But he simply wrote, "I need help. Wicked bad. I'm fearful, filled with shame and guilt. My marriage is suffering greatly from my PTSD, and my coping skills are less than par." 
I'm looking for long-term inpatient and seriously interested in your program. I'm fearful and filled with shame and guilt. Either of you guys, does that resonate yeah, with you? I mean, that, that, yes, that of course. me, me, uh, that, that was me for the past 12 years. Um, my marriage, I've, I've been through divorce, bankruptcy, uh, foreclosure, uh, resigning from positions at work, um, disability, uh, loss of all my friends. Um, and I went into isolation and that fear and the shame, the fear of people and the shame of what I was doing to cope with my symptoms made my world very small and it only got smaller the longer I was untreated. You got very, very isolated. Very isolated the, to, to the point. Yeah, um, and the more you thought about it, the more you thought about the guys that you, that you didn't come home with or whatnot, your guilt just grew. Survivor's guilt, uh, the guilt of the things you did over there that you weren't proud of, the guilt and the the guilt is the one thing that gets me. It gets me to the point where it's just—it becomes unbearable. Yeah, yeah, it's a—it's uh, tough. I—I I, I had a—I mean, if you—if you could call it a slow burn, which with a lot of things that's happened over a decade, and um, I've been in the VA programs and nothing seems to stick, um, and it's gotten to the point eight months leading up to my um, God bringing me to Camp Hope. I was actually living in a hotel room for eight months to isolate myself completely from the outside world. And uh, it was only through uh, a dear brother of mine that I hadn't talked to in 10 years. Uh, uh, he lives in California, and his wife actually listens to Road to Hope. And I reached out to him, and through this program, he told me to check out Camp Hope because I was on my last leg in that hotel room in that last text. I'm not sure what would happen after that. And a few days later, I was at Camp Hope. That's how it happens. Family members, friends, you know someone just like this, PTSDUSA.org, PTSDUSA.org. When we come back, I want to talk about what's happened since you've been at Camp Hope and what the transformation has been for your life because everyone's story is a little bit different. We'll be back with more of Road to Hope Radio. This Friday, Ron, you're going to come hang out with us at some Republic Barbecue? This Friday is going to be a great day. April the 12th, the the Suit Drive with Republic Barbecue sponsored by Gringo's Tex-Mex. Sister, big brother-ish, yeah. Jimmy Chongas. Same case, though. It's, it's all good. Uh, so that's from 9 to 11. Joe Myers Ford, uh, sponsor, uh, which means everybody gets to eat. Yeah. You bring a suit. Let me just preface that. You bring a suit, you get a plate of barbecue. True story. I'm bringing that? in about eight suits. Do mm-hmm. I get eight plates of barbecue? I no, need to know. but thank you for asking. All right. You get one. Well, when one will be fine. I'll be yeah. grateful for that. I, I will be, too. But if you don't ask, you don't know. See, if you bring eight, that means you get a plate, I get a plate, Joel gets a plate. plate. (laughs) See how that works? You know what? I'm going to leave four in the car (laughs) and then come back later in the evening. (laughs) Now you're giving away our insider (laughs) secrets again. Uh, That's Ramon Robles doing that. Anyway, uh, Friday, Republic Barbecue uh, drop-off is from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Now, here's the cool thing. Uh, 
there will be a rush. It's kind of how things work. It'll be eleven o'clock. You know the the lunch rush. People showing up. Cool. If you wait till dinner time mm-hmm. and come, then uh, because of the generosity of Mister uh, 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 Jonathan Kim, mm-hmm. goodness, not Jonathan. Russell Labar, there we go. Oh yeah, around the world. That guy. <laughs> right? yeah, just, just Russell. That's, yeah, that's all. Right. Please edit that out before this hits <laughs> three. <laughs> uh, the dump button. Anyway, uh, because of the generosity of Mr. Labar, there's uh, a great band that's going to be there. Oh yeah. Friday night, disabled vets. Most of them, all but one of the guys on there are disabled vets who are missing a limb. Uh, and it's going to be a great show. It's free. So you come drop off your suit, which is that should be enough, mm-hmm. right? I get to help some vets. Uh, but you get a pl- free plate of barbecue and a free show that night cool. awesome. at the Redneck Country Club. So it's it's just a great day. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I hopefully will be completely barbecued out mm-hmm. by the time the night is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it will be a lot, a lot of fun. That's this Friday, April 12. Again, we'll have a link to that on our Facebook page, Road to Hope Radio. We'd love to see you there. Uh, Quickly, before our time runs out on me, a couple of uh, Lifesaver Awards. Tom Bull donated uh, some ties and men's dress shoes. He got the thing started off. I think we've already received over 30 suits at Camp wow. Hope toward this donation drive, trying to get 1,000 before it's all said and done. Uh, Beth Mascarillo donated a leather sectional couch, TV, and comforter. How about, How about that? that? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Peter White donated gift cards to our Dallas chapter, which I want to mention that for just a second. Two rustic and two two hundred twenty-five certificates for thirty-minute bowling. Hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, that's like forty-seven hundred dollars worth, according to the yeah. donation sheet. A lot of gift cards and some bowling to our Dallas chapter. So you came to us from Atlanta. Yes, sir. So we have chapters. Camp Hope's in Houston. People get this confused sometimes. There's a one residential portion to our program. That's Camp Hope. And that's in Houston. It takes place here. About a six-month-ish program. But we also run support groups, weekly support groups, much like an AA-type support group, for those familiar with that type of, of an idea, uh, from Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, down all the way across the, from L.A. down to San Diego, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, uh, several different places, Tyler, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Rockport, yeah, North Carolina. Corpus Christi, Charlotte, Charleston, South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, Florida. So you came to us from Atlanta. Yes. Um, and you've been here for how long now? Uh, four months now. Okay. So you've come, let's just, we get, we're going to be short on time, but just, there's an amazing transformation from a guy who, as you told me your story before, sitting in a lawn chair, just refusing to talk to people as they yeah. walked by, ending up eight months in a hotel. Yes, sir. To completely isolate yourself from everybody and now you know you've been at camp hope four months and if someone saw you today they would never believe that story no they probably wouldn't even recognize me actually um and now i'm here talking to you so on the radio to, <laughs> very to the world the entire world is listening right now and it's um it's all glory to god and he got me here and this program being you know first off resident and long term those two things to build a sustainment of behaviors was what I lacked in all the other programs that the VA was able to offer me. And this is like no other program I've ever been in. And imagine like, um, you don't throw us into the deep end without teaching us how to swim. And I get, you know, I I learned how to live life from making my bed, waking up in the morning, doing a chore, 
um, going to classes, eating on a schedule, sleeping on a schedule. And in the camaraderie of the men around me is where the program's healing is. It's the environment that Camp Hope provided me that has brought me along in these four months further than I've ever been. Let's talk very specifically about one thing, and our, our time will be wrapped up here. But in that email that I read a little ago, the guy mentioned specifically fear and shame. Yes. You've expressed that you, that resonates with you. Oh, yes. So how how have you moved from being stuck in fear and shame to a place where you're in uptown Houston right now, one of the largest places in America, Yeah. Uh, people everywhere? Oh, yeah. How how do you deal with fear and shame specifically to a point where you're able to do what you're doing right this minute? Well, just the environment that Camp Hope's provided me and the, the reintegration into a community that's afforded to me through Camp Hope. Um, on a day-to-day basis, I do have structure, and I'm, I'm just learning to live life on life's terms but in a safe environment. The, the shame of being a veteran – which I'm not sure there's there shouldn't be shame associated with that, but the shame I felt, my my self confidence and self worth has built up immensely since I've been here, um, and that's through all the donations and and seeing people come in and help us, and the clothes you were talking about donated and and being able to dress a certain way and feel good about myself, and just my walk on a daily basis and see my growth from day to day. And see other veterans that are coming in behind me, and seeing how everybody comes in and some, you know, in, in, in the same fashion, in the phases that Camp Hopes provides and moves us along. It's crazy to watch the it, transformation take place. It, it, it's and I have just to amazing. tell you, I have to tell you, Ed, it's been inspiring to watch what has happened in your life since you've been with us, and looking forward to what God has in store for you Amen. going forward. For veterans who are listening, you feel that struggle, you feel that shame, you feel the guilt. We can help. 877-717-7873. And give you that number one more time. It's free. Uh, a combat veteran will answer the phone. Not some psych or PA. A combat veteran who's been there, done that, lost it, smelled it, tasted it, felt it. 877-717-7873. You can call that number anytime of day or night. More information, go to ptsdusa.org. A great big thank you to our sponsors, Jimmy Chongas, Fresh Mex Fun, all across Houston area. Akori Diamond and Design, that's A-C-O-R-I, Akori Diamonds and Design. And then our friends at Paul Ryan Windows make it possible for us to spend an hour with you on a Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Our... Uh, our Cougars had a great year this year. Yeah. U of H had a great year. They got knocked out toward the end, so uh, we, our, our last couple of shows here didn't get knocked out by the uh, <laughs> March Madness thing. So uh, we hate that, but we're, they had a great season. We congratulate them. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to Saturday or Friday, yep. uh, the Redneck Country Club, Republic Barbecue, the Thousand Suit Drive. Bring your suits. It's Please bring suits. them clean. Yeah, it's a lot. Please make sure they're cleaned. Uh, we're also taking neckties belts and shoes if you've got shoes please tie them together or boots wrap something around to hold them together so we don't have to spend hours <laughs> yeah. trying to where's the match to this one that would be very very helpful also let's see 
Wednesday. I believe it's Wednesday. Um, yeah, Wednesday. I'm speaking at the uh, Woodlands Republican Women's oh, nice. Meeting. Yeah, I get free food there. Mm. Yep. That is your that. life, man. Free food, women's republic. Anyway, speaking there. Uh, also, Thursday and Friday, we'll also be at the Texas Department Association here. They're great supporters of everything that's happened at Camp Hope. So if you're at any of those events, we nice. would love for you to come by and see us. Thank you, Ramon. Hope you have a great week. Thank you, sir. Look forward to being with you again next Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. for more of Road to Hope Radio. Mama With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.